Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Getty, a podcast I started with me and my friends. <laughs> I'm your host, Lou, and I want to start this podcast with a shout out. I don't know if I start all the podcasts with a shout out, but anyway, I'm shouting out No Name, who served J. Cole, who thought he was being slick. No Name put out some tweets. J. Cole misunderstood and thought she was subbing at him. So, in response, he goes and puts out a song called Snow on the Bluff, which is also the title of a really dope film. Um, if you haven't watched it, go ahead. I, I, I can't tell you what the plot is about, but the way it was shot is interesting, and I watched it from beginning to end, so I think it's worth the watch. But yeah, so J. Cole puts out that song, and No Name says, uh-uh, and responds with Song 33, which literally summarizes just how I feel right now and feel about the situation. Like, there's so many bigger things happening. Like, don't be a distraction. So if you haven't heard that song, check it out. But yeah, no name, do your thing. <laughs> uh, now that has been said, I guess. Welcome to episode four. Guys, how you doing? Good. Ready. (laughs) Coco, how are you doing? Okay. Um, So, I don't know. Coco, I feel like this blanket is essential right now. I wonder why. I wonder why, too. Could you help our listeners point it out? Maybe it's just a drift draft coming through the apartment. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Maybe another reason? Oh, are you going to do this all the time now? <laughs> okay. okay. Icebreakers. Yes, it's icebreakers. <laughs> I'm finished. Oh, finished. <laughs> Seriously, you guys never want to play. <laughs> I actually always forget that that's the thing. That's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> so this week's icebreakers. I guess I was just thinking about obviously with all of these stories about like racism in schools. I attended. St. Anne's and I attended, St. Stidians, and all of a sudden, all these stories are coming up. So it just made me think, like, what, what advice would you give the younger you? So I guess to kick it off, Ruzi, what's good? What would you give, what advice would you give to, like, pre-teen you? Pre-teen me. Hmm. I think that, um, that... I would give her, I'd say to Little Rue, I'd say to her. She was River at that time. Ah, Lorinda, why are you doing that to the listeners? Don't do that. Eh? Don't be spicy. Don't be fucking spicy. <laughs> anyway, I would tell her that it's okay to be vulnerable. I'll tell her that um, don't let your walls guide you and essentially that you need to go into your depth more and yeah, be led by that. And no matter what, um, yeah, 
confront that 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 which you fear more. Yeah. That's it. Awesome, Coco. What advice would you give to younger you? Honestly, have to be about school, and it would just be to focus more on math. No lie. <laughs> no, don't play with it. Really take the time out, get a tutor, figure out what's going on because you're going to need it. So, true. Belinda? Um, I think I'd probably tell her to just like embrace her differences more and just like feel more comfortable in my skin and that like there's so many different looking people in the world and that I shouldn't feel any type of way. Um, yeah, and just like love myself more. Yeah. yeah. Brianna? Yeah, mine was kind of like um, the myth that your digestion slows down. It's real, you know? <laughs> so you gotta keep moving <laughs> every day. <laughs> Like, you can't just be eating what you used to eat and how much you used to eat. That needs to change. And I think also just, like, I, the younger me used to exercise here and there. Now it's, like, you should exercise more consistently and regularly <laughs> to keep up <laughs> with yourself. Um, but, yeah, I think just to overall mindfulness and health, like, that really does deteriorate deteriorate wow go away <laughs> when you're older. <laughs> I can't say the R <laughs> um my advice to younger me would definitely be like no one has the answers and just because someone's older than you doesn't mean that oh with age comes all this wisdom and all of this morality like everyone's still trying to figure it out whether you're in your 30s your 50s as my dad has shown me your 70s like it's always a continuous learning process so don't look to people for answers and like maybe just direct it more inwards and try to figure out what your voice is and where you stand mm. and yeah so I guess, again, a ton of deep topics. I think that's just what the theme is right now. The world, 2020, you know? 2020 is crazy. It's crazy. crazy. And this is just six months. Like, we're just about, just over the six-month line. Honestly. Like, what? It's what lit. It's going to be like? It's just lit. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a video of a bird, like an eagle, flying over a beach with a shark in its claws. <laughs> and the caption was, 2020, what else are you going to do to us? Pick, <laughs> uh, So with the first quote, I mean, the first tweet from Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> oh, Twitter. <laughs> I actually didn't realize how important Twitter was, hey? Like, yeah. yo, it's such an important yeah. platform. I'm actually it shocked. Is. It really is. It's not a platform. Like for everything. For everything. But the tweet is, there's something about putting the onus of fighting against gender-based violence on women that doesn't sit well with me. All you can do is plead with men. They're the only ones who can really stop this. What does onus mean? 
I didn't really know what that was, to be honest. <laughs> Onus is like like the like the responsibility. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, like the first time I read this, immediately the first thing I thought was, you can't just bring it down to just the males that are responsible for it. Like women also contribute to this culture because it's low key things when you see like a girlfriend and a boyfriend fighting with each other and you can hear his tone changing and you're not saying anything and just thinking oh it's not my place to say anything or you see another female literally in a compromising position and because you're too polite or you don't want to like overstep you allow these little actions that snowball into a bigger aggression against women so I feel like it's not only men that are responsible but females are equally as responsible I mean I wouldn't say equally because I think that majority of females are dying at the at the hands of men. Like violence happens both ways, but you know, women are dying and that's I think the biggest like issue is that why are we dying at the hands of so many men? But what I'm also thinking is Okay, so let's say you're living in an apartment complex. You're living in like a residential neighborhood. You hear screams coming out at night. You hear it, but you're not thinking to call the police. You hear maybe maybe something physical happening because I don't believe that you can have all of these attacks on women that happen in the street without anyone there being present, without Mm. anyone there witnessing it. So I hate how Mm. people make it seem like it was in an alley, no one was there, this happened, when in actual fact, they had to have been people walking by and like no one having the courage to stop. Or even when you see a man doing crazy shit to a woman, like Mm. that's intimidating, that's scary to now put yourself in the crossfires. And it's, I feel like it's everyone's responsibility. Equal part. I think that, I think that, um, to be honest, I don't think, I, I do agree with B. I think that it's not equal. I think men need to be held equal. accountable. And um, it's it, and it goes further because there's a culture, I'm speaking in South Africa, there's a culture of, um, like what you're saying, of remaining silent and, and, and closing one eye to what you are seeing and kind of thing. And most of the time, um, men know when their, boys are, when their boy abuses their girl or whatever. And they, it's just this culture. And I personally, I've, 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 when I was growing up, I remember um, what's it called, like the neighbor used to um, what's called they had a fight and everything with his wife and everything and uh, there's no ways my mom wasn't gonna say let's just turn it back she called the cops and the cops came and that's uh, that's the culture I've been raised in where I, I can't not I, I cannot not ignore but now when now when you now I think what's worse what's happening now is that people are being called out. I forgot what was happening, but people got called out for abusing their girlfriends and everything. And now these are the guys I know. So now what do I do now as a grown-ass adult um, when I know these guys, you know? And you just need to literally start, start with the little things. Like you need to... You can't be friends with them anymore And you need to call them out If people ask you if this person abuses women You say yes And like it's just You used to stand up So that's where I think women should come come into play Whatever when it comes to Unsilencing Mm -hmm. certain things But no way should women um, Be the ones who are um, What's it called um, What's it called Held more like held to an equal standard as men It's just it's not the same It's not the same thing I think
But it's, it's like, who's raising these guys? Like, it's not happening in isolation. Like, you've got mothers that are raising these men to have these beliefs, to think certain things are acceptable. That mm-hmm. then translates into them going into school. Maybe so, teachers, well, like teachers seeing problematic behavior, maybe not thinking that it's a place for them to say stuff. And it's just like a continuous cycle. Like even if you think about high school, like there's certain things that happen that you're like, okay, that may be low key sexist or that sort of thinking is problematic, but oh, because it's told in a joke, oh, because it's making you laugh, then it's like, oh, it's okay to just excuse this. But there's always something underlining those sort of thoughts. And like, I don't believe it would have been as big as an issue if females were held accountable like I hate just saying that oh this is a men problem because it really is we've created this safety net for them to like run rampant men don't but come I don't to think gender females, mm, but I don't think it's females who've created that safety net net I think that it is um it is just like the system of patriarchy in general I think that that the 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 system of just like holding men to a certain regard and yeah, females buy into that, but, but it's, it's bigger than us. You know, it's not like we are a symptom of the system. If that makes sense. I don't think that it's up to women to now march the streets and be like, stop killing me. And you know, whatever I don't, because, because we were the ones being killed. Like, like I, I, I hear you that, that is part of a culture and that teachers teach and mothers raise and fathers raise or whatever. But that culture also still comes from somewhere. Do you know what Mm. I mean? It's so vast. And that's why I feel like it's unfair to say that women have an equal responsibility here because we are such a tiny symptom of the problem. And then we're also the majority victim of the problem. So men need to backtrack and fix the problem on their own because they are the ones with guns in their hands shooting us and, Mm. you know, with knives in their hands stabbing us, you know? Mm. So they need to fix whatever, you know, yeah, that system. We can be there to support it and to guide it, but I don't think that we're equally responsible for that fucked up way of looking at men and the culture of men and masculinity. I think that's unfair to say that we are responsible for that. We're not, we're, we're, victims 100 percent. but have you ever been in a situation where you maybe saw something or were experienced something but didn't say anything about it yeah but that doesn't make me an equal like i i i have no responsibility for what for what sickness is in that man's head like i can obviously call the cops and i can say something or whatever and do my due due diligence but that doesn't speak for all women and to mm. say that like all women are are responsible for the sickness. It's like mm. saying that all black people are responsible for racism. 100%. I was gonna uh, like kind of go into that as well. I was like, I was gonna say, is it kind of the same thing how um, with the marches and the protests, a lot of us are saying that it really is more like white people that need to step it up to actually make some sort of change with the systemat- systemic racism in our country, in America. Um, is it, it kind of can be like compared in that sense because it's not really like our system that we created. It was their system. It's their stuff. It's, it's what they need to do to help change it. And I was also kind of, I was going to say also 
I agree with that where I don't know if it's equally the women, but I don't, I feel like maybe there needs to be more of a focus of women and their own self and their own like themselves. Cause I feel like I agree with that Lou, where I feel like there needs to be a point where we need to know, like, this is not okay. And we need to walk yeah. away from it. Like that needs to be more of like a thing that we need to focus on and kind of like, um, just practice because I think a lot of women don't know that they can walk away. They think that, oh, well, you know, at least he doesn't do this because my friend's boyfriend actually does that to her. Like, it's like an at least thing where it's, where it should be like, no, your man isn't special because he doesn't hit you. He is not supposed to hit you. So if he does, then you need to walk away and you need to know that is a sign to walk away. So I think that focus needs to, from what I think, the focus needs to be like women should be more focused on themselves and their worth and their their self rather than the man. Because I agree, it is, it's a man's, it's his issue. Why? That's in his head. Yeah, I guess. Because like, I think I'm just like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And just, and just to add on to that, like even that, you know, I, I always see um, for women to like, you know, be in abusive, re- abusive relationships or close to an abusive relationship, it becomes it becomes a mental like a sickness, guys. You know, like it becomes something that they need to like heal from, or like they need to be like rehabilitated from. It's not like I don't know. It, I I just feel like it's it's not as easy as saying we need to love ourselves more. It's it really is like ingrained in like you know like feeling like you need this person in your life, or feeling like you're not worthy by your own, or feeling like or feeling like, um, yeah, I have it good compared to that other woman. Like for me, that that's that's a sickness, and, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know how to heal that. But like, it's, I feel like it's hectic. Yeah, that's actually exactly what I wrote in like my little notes. I was like, I don't know how to approach that. Like, how do you even? like think about like when you're in this because when you're in the situation it's a completely different story like your whole mindset is just not in a normal headspace so like when you're in it it's just so much easier to say just walk away and you deserve better when like you just can't do it in the moment so it's just like, how do you approach, how do you better that? I feel that. And I also like just one scary thing that I read when I was researching this, that the amount of rapes have increased because of quarantine. Now like men aren't able to leave the house, like women aren't able to leave the house. And now they're just like stuck in this apartment or this home where like police are policing the streets and making sure that people aren't out there. And it's just like even scary to think about it like that feeling trapped and no way to escape did you see the um like they created a whole thing where you can call the cops and then you you're saying that you're getting you need a pizza delivered and that's basically the code for i'm in quarantine with someone who's abusing me like that's I like when I saw that I was like that's so scary to like have to have a code like that while, while you're in your own home being quarantined but I think this is also another reason why defund the police becomes so important because it's like you do need, because like you're saying that this is an illness that needs to be treated with the proper care. So having access to healthcare, having access to counseling services that go beyond just, oh, what happened to you? Let me get down the facts and actually rehabilitate you to the point where you're like safe to go back into society, love again, and just be functioning. 
And I feel like a lot of people just skip over that fact. Like, yeah, the police are great, but they're kind of like the end solution. It's not what, like what's going to get us to that point and what's going to get the victim and the perpetrator the right point and like have the right support for it. So and also, and also it's like so many, you know, speaking about like South Africa, so many people don't have access, like let alone the police. They don't have access to safe spaces, you know? So, so I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them choose to be in unsafe spaces because that's literally the better option, you know? So it, it really is a very systemic issue. For real. And even, like, I remember I was, like, researching, trying to, like, look for, like, a psychologist until I realized just how it's... <laughs> a psychologist actually is and like yeah. this person twice a week like that's a whole chick yeah it's like you'll give all of these like discounts to you oh if you break your arm if you do this if you do that but there's little focus on like the mental space that people yes. are in. like that requires so much more funding because like either way or another we need it to the next tweet um the tweet goes this is from hbcu confessions and it it goes like this my girlfriend and i are into role play and she says she wants to try scenario scenarios in bed that are pretty similar to rape of course i would never do anything to anybody without their consent in reality but is it wrong to act it out in the bedroom so like (laughs) Yo, can I tell you, it's like, it's, um, I don't know, people like role-playing mother and father scenarios, people like um, role-playing different things, you know, and I think with that, it's just about a question of domination, you know, so it's, um, it feeds, like, obviously, whatever happens in the facility of your own home or whatever, it's up to you, but, like, it's like the Fifty Shades of Grey thing, you know, like, that can be classified as rape, you know, but, um, and then there's a safe word and stuff like that, so people like role-playing certain aspects of society, whether it's good or bad, you know what I mean, whether it's the naughty, whether it's a nurse in terms of healing and you're the patient or whatever, people like, um, reacting and role-playing certain um like things about society so for me to say like it's it's wrong or it's right it's it's none of my business you know i mean what happens in the facility of other people's homes but when it translates to moments where it starts to become violent and stuff like that like like now these men are not catcalling women outside the street and everything that's when i have a problem but if you do it in your own home you say oh you like slut whatever then do what you have to do you know what i mean but like i'm just trying to talk i'm trying to like I'm trying to think, but like, don't, there's a way of trying, like, this, like, don't translate it when it becomes violent for me. You know what I mean? In a way that, um, what's it called? I, it's not, it's not safe anymore. If that makes sense. So, yeah, I think that the bedroom and public is very different. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, that's what I personally think. That's what I personally think. <laughs> you can call me out if I was wrong, all right, but yo. <laughs> 
<laughs> I agree with Rizzy. I think that I'm not gonna kink shame nobody. So if you're into that, you're into that. But as long as both parties are into that, you know what I mean? Like you can't, like I can't say, Lou, this is what I want to do. And you're like, uh, I don't really know. And it's like, I shouldn't force that onto you. As long as you both come together and say, this is what I want, this is what I want, then okay, live your life. <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, whatever floats your boat. I agree with everyone else. I don't think I have any say in what anyone does in their bedroom because, like, once the doors close, everyone becomes, I, people become a whole different person exactly. in their own right. And that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. But, like, if you really think about it, there is a little bit of funkiness if you're wanting to say that you want to get raped in the bedroom yeah it's like it's a little weird when you think about like when you really think about it but I mean if that's what you like and that's what your man or your partner or whoever you're having sex with likes then good for you good for you because you're gonna come out of it happy (laughs) (laughs) but do you think that maybe Belinda maybe you can take this that the more often you play out a certain scenario it gives you more confidence and like more like at what point does that role playing not become exciting enough that you go and try and push it further like you mean like go act it out like outside the bedroom and like commit crimes Yeah, because like, okay, I know this is a really dramatic switch, but like when you have kids that are like killing dead animals, like, yeah, it's fucked up, but it's not as bad as like killing a human and like how they progress from like killing a cat to now becoming a serial killer. And I know that's Mm. a really extreme example, but I just can't help but think that the more comfortable you get doing because so, that's really on the fringe like mm. <laughs> really on the fringe so it's and does it feel mm. like a setup if you were a guide I mean, and i hear i hear you especially with the animal thing um i don't know i think like i think that kind of thing like role playing is supposed to be um safe and consensual uh those are like you know the rules you know but uh and for me, like killing animals would be a lot more alarming. Yeah. But <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I think I think I definitely like overall agree with with everyone else. But that's a good point. I don't know where the line is. I don't know. I I just think that people need to be responsible and consensual and safe, and they should do whatever you know makes their cherry pop. Um, <laughs> but but I do I, I do understand like like the line I hear you and I don't know how to answer that surely it's like I, cops and robbers like you know when kids play cops and robbers no no like just hear me out you know like say if I'm a white man and I'm playing with my white friend and everything and now we're playing cops and robbers kind of thing and then now when I'm in my home and everything I'm told that a robber is a black man kind of thing and now I take it out and now I, I go and act out a scene. I, I'm not even a cop kind of thing. Say I'm the white man and I just go and shoot a black man because I see him acting out something that I know. So that's where I feel like it becomes a, becomes very problematic where you take certain ideas of what you think of society and put them into play. You know what I mean? Like where it becomes like what you were saying earlier, like a crime, because there's a difference between committing a crime and committing like something that's in your 
like home, if that makes sense. Because I don't think that um, um, any crime is, like, that's why you have, I know it's bad, but that's why you have systems in place when you walk out in society. Because if you and I, everyone here is completely different. But when we walk outside in society, there's certain rules we have to abide to. We can't walk around topless or without a bra just because at home, this is our culture. You know what I mean? But like, there's certain, there's a, there's a line that cannot be crossed when you enter society. And it's just about respecting other people's space. So I think that why I'm saying cops and robbers, because cops and robbers is playful. But when yeah. you take it into a violent act and you start to um, put these all these ideologies in play and everything, that's when it becomes like, hey, but now you're crossing boundaries. Now it's, it's now it's this. It's not okay to do that and stuff like that when you're in society. And now you have to question what actually happens indoors. So then that's when you start to question, are we taking it too far when it comes to role playing? Are we taking it too far when it comes to that? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that. And that reminds me, I was just going to say, that reminds me of like um, the white kids in America who like go to high schools and shoot up their high schools because they played a lot of like video games. They couldn't, like they were, they played a lot of video games and it was a very violent video game and it, they were starting to blur the line between like a video game and what reality was. Mm. So it, that just reminded me of that. I feel like people don't know now that I'm thinking about it. I think it can be applied to also <laughs> wanting to say that you want to get raped in the bedroom and have all of a sudden it get applied into real world. Is it a stretch? Yeah, I think so. But now that I'm thinking about it in the context of like a video game and a kid going to a school and thinking it's okay to shoot up a school, then why wouldn't it be okay for a guy or a girl to rape someone in the bedroom and then go outside of the bedroom and rape someone in real life? Mm. But do you think, but do you think with the, with the school example, do you not think that it's more um, like, it's less about the kid than it is like about like the kid's parents exposing this child to so much violence and then you know and then the system allowing that child to have guns or or or, or the or the or the household to have guns that are so accessible to this child i so think it's can, so then he can like play out these yeah i think it's a combination of the access that the kid is given because we there aren't that much harsh rule laws for guns in specific areas mm -hmm. in the United States, which is where these kids are from. But I definitely mm -hmm. think, I don't know if I would, I do blame the parents, but I think these kids, especially today, kids know how to go around their parents to go on the internet, mm -hmm. to find these things on the, like everything is on the internet. And I feel like it was something that was already inside of his own mind that kind of expanded once he was, he exposed himself to a video game like that or content like that. So I don't know if I directly blame the parents, but I do directly blame our gun laws. And then I do kind of see how the games and the content that is being pushed in this person's face can also um, distort his reality. Um, one thing that I wanted to ask was, do you guys, because in my mind, a rape fantasy and BDSM are two in the same family tree, but different. So even when like people mention Fifty Shades of Grey, like that to me seems more appropriate than like a full on rape fantasy. How? Yeah. How do you? But like you're tying, surely like, 
maybe I'm not that familiar with BDSM then, but like, <laughs> um, surely, um, just like, let's talk about like the, the standard, like tying somebody up and everything and just going in on them. That's rape, if you think about it. But when people get raped, they don't get tied up. I mean, yeah. So, I'm not going uh, to define how people get raped. I'm just saying it's a forced action where somebody is vulnerable to a certain person. So it's about power and domination. So when I, but I think of... But I, yeah, but I think like it, just what you just said, um, I think the difference is that I don't think it's a forced action in BDSM. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that there are um, conversations that are had about like what kind of BDSM you want to be, um, you want to um, engage in, um, and like what tools you want to engage with, and what tools do you not want to engage with. Like, do you want to like, you know, like all that stuff. And I think it's not forced in the sense that like a rape fantasy. Uh, like I, I would imagine it's like literally like a woman asking, like asking to be like for for her partner to force themselves on her. Yeah, Do you know okay. what I mean. Like, like, okay. like, I... like, like, like the whole, yeah, like the whole concept would be around the forcing, and I think that that's the difference. So you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I do, but just like just going back to like the your like the comparison i guess like i i don't know like <laughs> i just don't know <laughs> i don't know I hear, what you're I hear what you're saying it is it is scary and like where do you draw the line yeah. but ish, i guess you just you, have to like trust in people's ish, responsibility i guess but it is scary and i and i i, I agree with you unconsensual sex is right that's it yeah. that's yeah. it oh, yeah that's it so if it, if it's in the room and you consent to playing out those rape fantasies kind of thing then it's a rape fantasy you're playing out if you want to act out other things that's it but i feel so uncomfortable talking about this <laughs> because like it's actually high key it's it's we, we can't like um normalize things like this you know what i mean like uh, for me um what's it called when you when you talk about rape and rape fantasies like yo i get i get low-key triggered because i don't want to say that this is rape and this isn't rape you know what i mean because i think that it's like maybe i'm getting high key triggered but like like, yeah i don't know I 100% agree. Like, I feel <laughs> as though it's problematic. If someone's coming... It's very problematic. They want to reenact a rape fantasy. Like That's up to them. They can do it. They I can, I'm not saying I people can't do it. I think it perpetuates like, a certain way of thinking. Like I don't think it's healthy. And I don't even think it's kink-shaming because I think there are other ways you can play out that sort of power dynamic without reenacting something something so like that's something so violent and something so prevalent in society that it's like why would you even want to bring that into your bedroom and i don't know if i'm being conservative in that thought i'm just like i feel like it's problematic to start with and if you engage in those sort of actions it makes you more comfortable with certain things in the future and it's like, okay, you agree to act this whole thing out. But what happens when there's a point where you, well, I guess you could have safe words and whatnot, but like, I just don't see how that would make you feel good.
do this. Susie. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So I don't even know how to speak about this one. <laughs> one of my, like the people that I follow posted a video about gender-based violence. Did everyone get a chance to look at it? Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are so little. <laughs> and okay so wait what was everyone's thoughts on the video and then i'll like go through some of the questions that i have i didn't watch the video can we get a sum up of it <laughs> <laughs> no you guys i love this i put out an agenda no one no shame i've watched the video i've watched the video i've watched it but i didn't realize it was on the agenda <laughs> So I'm, I, I, I did my homework without realizing I did my homework. <laughs> but I think it's important to summarize it, Lee. Okay, so essentially um, a guy on my Instagram posted a video. Essentially, the beginning of the video explains how he had experienced sexual assault and then pivots to how men they need to take action he referenced like you have to watch the video to like fully understand like what it is i'm trying to like point at because even saying that oh he mentioned a sexual assault at the beginning of the video it's misleading because it was kind of like just brushed over as a way to justify what came next and um essentially he called men to action and it shouldn't be called gender-based violence it should be called men-based violence because men are the ones that are the are the main perpetrators and he goes on to say that he wants to like create a, a way to fix <laughs> a way but to I'm sorry to, to just uh, to um, interrupt you i think like the the thing with the video was just his tone you know, and the way that he sort of, the way that he put together the sentences and, and, and what he was trying to put across. So that's why I think it's important that you guys watch the, the video because yeah. the way he put it across was the issue. Um, not necessarily like what he said, but his call to action and the way that he, that he communicated was stinky. So I think it's important that you guys like watch it. Can I say something? I was, um, I had the, I had an, opposite reaction to it i won't lie to you um i thought that it was actually like um i thought it was admirable that he spoke about his own his own vulnerabilities you know what i mean in terms of like what happened to him in terms of assault but then after that um what he was saying about calling me into action and everything i thought that you know what like i get um why people might be like angered by it or whatever but I just thought that for me my first reaction was okay wow he actually spoke about himself and what happened to him kind of thing but I think that we can't um, dismiss other people's stories if that makes sense even though there is a larger story at hand it still feeds into a bigger story you know what I mean like the fact that men are perpetrators whether um like it was for men you know what i mean it was maybe for me i saw it as a message for other men to say listen you think that this is something that can only happen that you can only do to women you actually do it to other men as well so i thought that's that's how i saw it but maybe i saw it incorrectly i don't know
I don't think that's like a right way to phrase it. It's not that like, I don't think you can say that you saw it incorrectly. I think it's just how people digest it. And I feel as though if you're going, if you're putting yourself forward to speak about an issue that I feel as though every female may not be in the extreme has experienced in their everyday life and then somehow I don't know just like take this moment for your own it's like when you see white celebrities talking about black lives matter and all of this stuff like some of these videos are cringy like some of the songs that they're putting out are cringy and it's like just understanding that this isn't your moment and I know that men are the main like perpetrators of this crime but is it really like, is this, is this how you, sh- like, how should men respond to gender-based violence? Because I feel as though if you're putting out a video like that, you have to have already taken care of the people that you know stood up and actually pointed out things that you may have seen as a man okay, yeah. in your circle of friends before yeah. you come and now say like, oh, I'm the savior. Like, you need to clean up your own house before you can before you can put yourself as this person that's now going to lead a conversation. I hear you. I hear you. And I think maybe that's the question. I think then um, how are men like, I don't know. Yeah. What did you think about the comment about like South Africa has the most beautiful women? (laughs) You know what? Now I feel like I feel like now I'm being recorded. Now I'm very conscious now <laughs> that I'm being recorded. <laughs> but like conscious in the fact that I I don't want to for myself. I don't want to like um because this is this is we in a moment in history for me personally speaking where things are being like we're setting a tone now in relationship to what how are we gonna define what's happening right now if that makes sense and I just think that it's important to realize that for me i i appreciate when um people try whether they get it wrong or they get it right they've tried kind of thing and i won't and obviously i can be the first to call out somebody and everything but i have to give appreciation where it is due if that makes sense but after that there comes a learning point in it so i think that right now men are trying to unlearn certain things that they've been taught if that makes sense and maybe i'm giving um um maybe your guys i don't know maybe i'm being um too nice about it kind of thing when because because i genuinely thought that maybe he caught me when he was vulnerable and everything, maybe that's how he, that's, I took the bait maybe, but that's, that's okay. Thank you, Belinda. <laughs> but like, but like maybe I took the bait, but I genuinely think that, um, after that, I just, yo, <laughs> fuck, I don't know guys, maybe I was manipulated. It. manipulated. <laughs> We literally give guys gold stars for like sub minimal effort. Like minimal. Like thank you for trying. Like when do you (gasps) get a certificate for trying? Like this isn't great for 
But like, I, I'm not giving him, I, I'm not saying that I'm giving him a gold star and everything. What you I'm did, congratulating You babble tap that post yes, and you I did. I did. a gold star. <laughs> I did. I did. Guys, can I tell you something? Let me just be honest, okay? I genuinely think that for me, I appreciate it when people are able to step outside themselves. And for me, I think that it's a start because after that, um, what's it called? Um, my other friend has been having conversations with him and everything about his post and everything. And he is willing now to learn from everything that's been happening kind of thing. So for me, that's why I'm still sticking by my thing. Like maybe I was manipulated, but I can see the fact that um, he is in a space right now. We have to be very conscious in a way that his friends are very, like some of his friends are abusive, if that makes sense. And he now, now he's like, other conversations are, um, are, are blowing up saying A, B, C, D, but like, it's, it's I don't know, like, I don't want to ever be seen as giving gold stars to men who did the bare minimal kind of thing. And even like, I don't know, but I think that it's very important to don't bash some, don't, I think it's important not to bash somebody when they've tried. Get less it's right, wrong or right, but don't be the first person to bash them. Rather teach somebody than bash them. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's a difference between bashing and teaching. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think it's important to um, respond to someone in a teaching manner, but I don't think that that's everybody's everybody's responsibility. You know what I mean? So I think that him putting that stuff out on social media, he should have been more responsible for that because not everyone is going to respond to it in a teaching manner. Like he has friends for that and he has like people around him that love him for that. But when you put it on social media, like you just have to like, what is your opinion then of it? I mean, look, I think that I think that um, that when he started off uh, with like his like testimony, um, and then sort of like like he, I don't know what to say. Like he sort of like like put it out there as an FYI, and then didn't really connect it to the rest of what he was saying. I don't know. I just I felt that it was a little bit, yeah, um, like incomplete. Um, and his thoughts were incomplete. Uh, like, they and, were vanilla, and like, plain vanilla. Didn't have any bite, didn't have any substance yeah. when you're talking about an issue that is so pervasive in society. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like he was just sort of like dropping bombs. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 none of it made any sort of sense in the context and he wasn't putting any substance like as Lou said no sort of real like 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 educated sort of like discourse he's just dropping these these things and then he like sort of dropped it off with by the way south african women are the most beautiful in the world oh don't mm -hmm. worry i don't mean to say that you know um to say that they need to be protected just because they're beautiful uh um like i know how that sounds uh now you know how it sounds because it's stupid you can't fucking say that <laughs> you fucking like that's the whole like that's what oh my god yeah that made me so angry um <laughs> but 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 i i felt like he said a lot of things that just like <laughs> What is your point? Yes. What is your point? You're not being an ally because you're not really educating yourself. You're just saying what you feel people want you to say. And you're just saying what you feel 
is just like what you should be saying. But 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 it, it didn't come across authentic. Even his mm. testimony, it didn't come across authentic, didn't come across sincere. It didn't come across like he was actually saying it from a place of like, guys, you know, like we're really hurting. We need to heal ourselves. We need to help each other. We like not like I felt like it was like a I don't know like a PR stunt or something. That's and what it also felt like. Like if you're going to like I've seen like let's like just shift away from like gender based violence and we talk about racism. You've got white people that want to talk about these issues in a very flowery sense, and then you have other white celebrities like my girl, Lady Gaga, that literally looked at her organization, looked at her dances, looked at the people that were creating her music videos, the designers that she got, and wanting diversity on a more like substantial level, like being more thoughtful in the way that you do it, looking internally and seeing, okay, how am I contributing to the lack of diversity within the music industry? And if you mm. are going up and you wanna talk about gender-based violence, you have to, at a point, also recognize, like, if this is something that's a revelation for you this year, you have to acknowledge the fact that you may not have been aware of your actions in the mm. past. I would respect this conversation a bit more well, if you were saying, hey, like, I'm real, all these things happening in the media, blah, 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 like, what have, what actions have I done that have maybe made you feel uncomfortable, like, please like more of an open letter to the females that he's interacted with their life that is far more meaningful because it looks like because i hate how guys want to make it seem like i can't understand why a guy would ever do this like you can understand there's a point yeah. of desire and lust and that that power dynamic when you're not able to get something you want and some guys are able to walk away from that and some guys force that situation so i hate how they make it seem like this is such a foreign concept to grasp mm. like no you know how easily that thin line is between oh this is appropriate or oh this isn't appropriate even when you think of like a girl being tipsy or you know that a girl is drunk like how and like yeah like it's tricky to like swim through those boundaries but how on earth can you in good consciousness, now take that girl back home to your apartment when you know that this person's been drinking and their full faculties aren't there yet. So it's just like, I but then don't, don't you think, but don't you think then going to your first question about women and men being held to the same equal standard, don't you think then it's up to say for example if you feel so strongly about it like um how then would you respond equally to what he then did do you know what i mean because you were very clear about how you um felt about the equality about of of what um men do in relationship to how women respond or how women deal with things if that makes sense and i what's called whether or not i was aware that responded equally to what i thought was at play, but you could see the fact that there was room for growth or whatever. And then for me personally, um, I'm not to, not to be like rude or anything, but I feel like then you and B or whoever, or Brianna or Coco, they, um, even in your own capacity, didn't say anything to call him out. Do you know what I mean? And then, then you then are they then um what's it called uh not showing up for what you think i showed up to what i thought was at play but you didn't show up to what you thought was at play 
So it's not enough for you to say what you're saying here now. You should have implemented it to him and gone to him and called him out. But you didn't. You intimately know this person. I mean, whether intimately, but you know this person. You know this person. You know exactly. You're in the same group. Why didn't you say anything? I don't have his number personally. <laughs> We're but you close. have an Instagram. You guys can comment. <laughs> so I feel like, an acquaintance. Yeah, an acquaintance. But the thing <laughs> is, like, the thing about women, <laughs> the thing about women is that we, we so, the thing is, like, I, sorry, if I felt that there was something jinging wrong with even an acquaintance or somebody that I knew, I, I, I'm the type of person who DMs random people. I, I don't even have to know them. But if they're acquaintance or in a circle that I know, I will DM them. And that's what I've personally done. I've personally DM people. So I've done my part. Why haven't you guys done your part then? I respect <laughs> everything you just said. Because- <laughs> 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 I hate that I, I put you. that out there because like one <laughs> feel as though it's not my place to say shit. So then why is it, so then, then what's the difference between a woman if you're in, if you're in passing? But you're saying the same thing earlier. If you're in passing, it's the same damn thing. I agree that it's the same thing, but I also agree with you in terms of like, if this story, like whatever the story, the way he starts off this post, if maybe there's more to it, a more like... Everything you just said before, you got, I was manipulated. I can clearly say i was manipulated <laughs> i i can hold that i i was manipulated guys i even did a clapping hands i commented everything <laughs> you know but the thing is like you're only telling me now clearly how i was manipulated other women like that have been manipulated in different ways but if you are conscious enough to see there's something other at play say something we're in an era where we can change and now we keep in quiet, but we must, we must say something. If we see a stranger, we must say something. If we hear a neighbor, we don't know these people so from good. a bar of soap. It's so They're not even an acquaintance. It's They're not even an acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Rizzi. That's fair. I hear you. I hear you. Thank My you. Um, first, I will say Rizzi for president. <laughs> 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 I enjoyed that. <laughs> Second of all, um, so I started catching on that you guys know this person. <laughs> and it was nice to like sit back and listen. But I'll say in my point of view, as someone who just had no idea who this person was, I too, I wasn't like, I couldn't grasp onto the to what he was saying either I found myself kind of dozing in and out of what he was saying like at first I started listening and then I kind of just was phasing off and I didn't know why but now I I'm understanding that it might have been disingenuous like his message wasn't that honest or pure in a sense but then I also had the same thought as Rizzi where I was like I didn't want to kind of like push down on it because I feel like if you try like he's already putting himself out there in a sense on Instagram, which I feel like is such a platform for people to just crucify you in any sort of way. So I kind of took that into account. I was like, okay, that's kind of, I would be very afraid to do that myself personally, not to give him a gold star just 
for him to do that as a man, but just as a person to do something like that on Instagram, I think is a big step for in my own eyes. So that's how I also thought about it. But then my next thought was also, I'm not, I don't know what would, I, I don't know how to tell a man what to do or how to react or how to change because I'm not a man. And I feel like it needs to be more men, should I say like him or other men not like him who are more like genuine with what they're saying. But I think it needs to be more men to step up to speak on what needs to be done with something like this. Because I, I know as a woman what I need to do and what I would want to do in, if I'm in a situation like that, but I don't know how to tell a man what to do. Cause in my point of view, I'm just seeing you're crazy. Like, why are you act like I, it doesn't make sense why you're acting like that. Um, so I think it needs to be more men to speak out on that kind of issue, which is why in a sense, I kind of do applaud this guy for doing some sort of that. Around the midnight, like so so nice, passing off the hand of a <laughs> <laughs> I get the bigger picture. I get it. I get it. So yeah. Uh, well, guys, it looks like that's a wrap. Ooh. Yay. Whoa. Awesome. Yay. Thank you very much. Everyone, have a good day. Um, Bye. 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 Bye.